the front porch Now you sit in front court It's a show about nothing but still your number one source We be talking sun sports So whatever you come for Better check the box score I ain't done, I got more Listen when I chop it up I can get your knowledge up Don't ignore the obvious Time that you acknowledge us If I say it, then I meant it When I said it, we can play it We can spin it, we can listen We can edit It's that Michael Jordan Carter flow Almost time to start the show Time around, we taking over I just thought that y'all should know Sit back, relax Because I drop facts You are now tuned to the Front Porch Podcast What's up, bro? Got a funny story for you from over the weekend. Perfect. Um, Reffing a fifth grade girls youth game. Oh, no. And, yeah, so you know where this is going. Um, <laughs> hundred right fouls. Before, yeah, well, yeah, hundred fouls, hundred jump balls. But right before the jump ball, like the first jump ball, the uh, the girl, the girls on the team are, like, screaming out, like, I got number 12, I got number 13, I got number 5. Mm-hmm. The girl that's jumping for the, the one team's like, what's your number? Because the number's to her back. She can't see it. So she goes, my number doesn't matter. I'm going to bust your ass. Oh, no. Fifth grade girl. You tear up? Not in tear up. I lost my shit. I laughed hysterically. <laughs> um, and then told the coach at halftime, and the coach is like, I'm not surprised. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then uh, so I go to a second location later on in that day, and I have like a fourth grade boys game or third grade boys game. And it's a bunch of suburban white kids and you know they're crying every time they hit the floor they're of course. They're, they're spoiled they're spoiled right and uh one time the there's a jump ball both players go to the floor the one kid pops right out the other kid's fucking on the ground crying the coach comes out and he's like this is what happens when referees don't ref i was like coach oh uh, jesus yeah I, it's not my fault that you know you live in an area full of rich people that are pussies Right, yeah, but, it's not your fault that yeah, fucking, you that, can't that handle was my, things the normal way. Yeah, that was my weekend. This week's kind of flown by. What about you? Um, yeah, it's National Sangria Day to all you sangria drinkers, so enjoy. Um, but for me, it is interesting because the fucking government's about to shut down as soon as I start working in it, so that sucks. Yeah, call that the Carter Imes effect. We'll go ahead and call that. One day after you're an official government employee, it shuts the fuck down. Yeah, really. Let's fucking just, let's just podcast forever and not have to worry about any government shutdowns, for real, for real. That's the plan. Fuck yeah. But yeah, man, not much. Uh, Semester's over. Um, I've been detoxing, so that sucks. But other than that, um, yeah, getting ready to start a job for once and go from there. But yeah, pretty exciting news. What do we got on tap for this evening? Um, we had some. Well, I don't want to jump in it too early, but we are going to talk about it. But Josh Gordon apparently failed a piss test yesterday, and today it was announced that he is taking time away from football to focus on his uh, mental health. Um, yeah. First of all, I want to say nothing wrong with that. You know, mental health should be put above everything as far as you know importance goes. You know, if your mental health is struggling or you know lacking whatever term you want to say i 
every bit of respect for somebody who wants to, you know, focus on that. But that was today's headline news as far as NFL goes. I know that's what we're going to start into, but it, it, it's, it's crazy, a, isn't it? It's a big blow to the Patriots because he can still make plays. Oh, um, yeah. He, I mean, he's their number one receiver. You know, it. it's just so unfortunate. You know, he Cleveland knew something was up. Cleveland cut him. New England took a chance on him, and uh, it did not pay off. Sure didn't. I mean, he's just, he's suspended now by the NFL. Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's either another, way, yeah, he's he's, he's done, done for a whole year. Yeah, he's yeah, done. He's done. It's another year of suspension for him. It's like it's, his fifth or sixth offense. It's sad, man. He some people just can't put that classic rock down. <laughs> they sure can't. Relatable. Yeah, relatable. I can't put it down either. Love that classic rock. Anyways. Fuck, man. I'm detoxing because of classic rock. But uh, yeah, I mean, Josh Gordon suspended. Uh, the Raiders signed Nathan Peterman for some fucking reason, which just furthers, if you follow our Twitter, furthers the point of the NFL colluding against Kaepernick. Um, yeah. yeah, this is this is starting to get hilarious. The Redskins signed fucking Josh Johnson, who hasn't played for several years, and now Gruden signs fucking arguably the worst QB in the NFL ever. Uh, over the ever. last two seasons, ever he might be his on-field performance is right up there as the worst quarterback play ever. Ever and, Jordan, um, and Gruden before, like you know how he does the QB camps or on TV. Yeah, he liked him. Yeah, he was he, he was loved him. He was like he could fit in any offense. Like blah blah blah. He's great for and it, like what? Yeah, it, it's it becomes more and more apparent, and the collusion case gets more and more evidence when these fucking bums get pulled off the street to work, and Kaepernick can't get a job. And he fucked Derek um, Anderson was golfing when the Panthers called him, or yeah, the Bills, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, he used to and play then for the, uh, the other guy, more or Eric Reed. Yeah, you know, drug been, tested seven times and yeah, seven times, yeah, yeah, seven crazy. times in he's eleven like, weeks. That's nuts. he said. I, I'm no mathematician, but that can't be random. <laughs> I agree with you. You and the, me both. You and league, me both. Eric. The league is trying to get these protesters out and they'll do it any way they can yeah i mean you'd um, think the players association or the players union would step in and say you know this is wrong but you know they're flooded with no the NFL's no that, money. That, that that union sucks yeah um, i mean it's it's in the pockets have. of the nfl the collective bargaining agreement for the nfl is the worst among pro sports these guys literally risk their lives and the next play on a football field could easily be your last exactly and uh these guys don't make any fucking money yeah and meanwhile, owners and Goodell, and they're collecting every piece of rep or every part of the revenue that the NFL makes at it's, the expense it, of the players. It's it's insane to me that not only Goodell is the commissioner in the NFL, he got a fucking extension. Yeah, I mean, who that? Everybody and, knows Goodell is fucking awful. And Jerry Jones was the only owner stepping up to try to stop it. Now, of course, it still goes through, but at least Jerry fucking knows he. Well, Jerry was a little pissed that he suspended Zeke for nothing. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, still to this day, no charges. Everything dropped. No evidence against Zeke, and he lost six games last year, and more than likely cost the Cowboys a playoff spot because they still finished what eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, as you losing a key part of your team, like Ezekiel Elliott, that fucking sucks, dude. He's like fucking eighty percent of that offense. Hell yeah. So I mean, now that you got Amari Cooper, you got him out. I hate you know. Goodell. Uh, I just think he's the worst of the commissioners of the major sports. I think Goodell. Stern does a good job, actually. Or uh, Silver, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver, Silver, yeah. yeah. Stern, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Goodell, the NFL, worst or worst professional sports league by far. It's not even close. You know and what? In NBA. terms of in terms of administration, yes, but in terms of 
uh, entertainment. NFL, yeah, ratings. Yeah, NFL yeah. is really good. Well, actually, crazy. the ratings aren't great, but in my personal opinion, the NFL is the most entertaining professional league. Yeah, yeah, but that Cowboys Eagles game, the ratings for it were like insane. I think it was like and it was three a hell times. Of a game. Yeah, three times more than the NBA Finals uh, viewers, as, as far as that goes. It, it was nuts. Speaking of the Eagles. Fly Eagles fly. When victory. Sucker. I tell you what, if Nick Foles pulls this shit off again, I'm gonna become a believer. Big Fuck dick yeah. Nick. Oh yeah. Before we get into like you know the specifics, I got a I got a question for you. Okay. Two years ago, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz went one and two in the NFL draft. Correct. Yes. Three years ago. Sorry. Are they fools gold? Both of them. You know this is going to be a touchy subject for me being an Eagles fan, but well, I, I it's, it's a very provoking question in my opinion. So here's my take on Jared Goff. Horrible as a rookie, good last year, good this year until late. Um, I'm not willing to say he's fool's gold. Here's what I'll say about Carson Wentz, and obviously I'm biased too because I'm a Cowboys fan, so by, by default i got to hate Wentz. Um, <laughs> Wentz was good as a rookie. He was... Good as a sophomore. Really good. I, I think he was rushed back from this knee injury when he didn't have to be. The Eagles lost one game earlier in the year. I think they were like 2-0, and and then they went 2-1. and And as soon as Nick Foles lost that first game, they went back to Wentz. Yeah, they I lost think to they the should. Yeah, they should have, and who were hot at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But uh, I think they should have gave Wentz more time. Uh I mean, you got to look at you know just speaking recently, RG three Redskins rush him back. He never he never rebounded. He was done. Right. So I hope this isn't the case. I hope the Eagles being selfish and rushing him back didn't fuck with him. But it very easily could be the case. So let me put. I mean, before I really get into my take, but like let me let me ask you your opinion. Okay. If the Eagles sneak into the playoffs, which is very likely because the Vikings suck, not the Vikings suck, but the Kirk Cousins sucks, and I'm all in on the Eagles making the playoffs just because all they have to do is win out and the Vikings have to lose one and they play the Bears, so that's a loss for sure. Yeah, but here's the thing. What week do they play the Bears? The last week of the season. Bears could be resting their players depending on how yeah, this yeah, plays Yeah, 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 depending on, yeah. I yeah. mean, so many things, so many different things can happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, if Foles gets them into the playoffs and say they win the first in the first round – with the def- with the deflated secondary, I don't see there's any way that they make another run. But fuck, say they do. What do the Eagles do? They're in a fucking predicament, and I'm an Eagles fan, and you know nobody wants to talk about it because obviously Carson Wentz would be the future. I mean, shit, he was the number two pick. Like every- nobody's denying that. But that offense put up 30 points, and they haven't put up 30 points since the fucking Super Bowl last year against the Rams. Or uh, the Super Bowl was against the Patriots, obviously, but they put up 30 points against the Rams and. That offense looked completely different than it had the first, you know, 10, 10 11 games with uh, Wentz at quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Um, now, remember, Nick Foles actually had a couple good years in Philly, or at least one. He had one when he threw, like, 27 touchdowns and two picks or something. And then like he that. got hurt late in the year, right? Yeah, and that was under Chip Kelly, too, which is – So that, that you could attribute that to the system. Chip Kelly's system worked until teams figured it out. Yeah, it worked for a year. It yeah, worked for it one worked solid for, yeah, year. Yeah, it worked for one year, yeah. He should have never left college because he ran the option in college. He should have never left college. He's a college coach. When he had Mariota in Oregon, it, I mean, it looked really good. Yeah, well, <laughs> that fuck, offense was Mar- good. Mariota is a system QB. I yeah. mean, that's, that's what it is. But like, I, I mean, mean, if the Eagles sneak in, I mean, it's it's a quarterback controversy. And, 
that's like the one position you really don't want controversy. It sure is. It sucks. So, what do you do? Because Foles, like you said, has had one good year. So it's like, if we give Foles the fucking keys, like, does he, you know, have another good year like he did? Does he have that type of caliber quarterback play, or does you know he look like he did in the last part of the regular season last year and the first couple games this year, which was, yeah, it was you know average at best. Like, and I'll I'll say it. I'm an Eagles fan, but the quarterback play was average. That's just how it is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, Eagles need help, and by help, I mean they need the Vikings to lose, which is very possible. It sucks that the Vikings played the Bears in Week 17 because um, you're looking at a potential Bears resting their starters, depending on how this week goes. Depending on how the Saints and Rams do, yeah. Because yeah. if the Bears can sneak into a first-round bye, fuck, everybody's resting. Their whole defense so, is resting, the whole yeah. offense is resting. Like, Well, here's here's my thought here. And I don't know who would hold the tiebreaker over the Rams and Bears. But if both teams win in Week 16, the Bears have to play their starters in Week 17. Because if the Rams lose in Week 17 and the Bears win, right. they both finish, you know, 12 and 4. But the Bears have the tiebreaker because they beat them. They do. Oh, okay, well then there you go. So if the Rams win this week, that can pretty much guarantee the Bear and the Bears win this week. Of course, that can pretty much guarantee that the Bears will be playing their starters in Week 17. Right. Uh, and it's almost like uh, not a do or die, but if you win it, you get a buy, and that buy, and you get home field in the next round. So, and potentially you get it in the NFC title if the Saints get knocked off. So, I mean, the Bears probably play this season with their starters. So you're looking at a very possible. Eagles got to win out, of course, though. That's what I don't know. I know you don't want to talk about this, but you know if the Cowboys slip up against the Buccaneers, that division is wide open. Oh, yeah, wide open. Dallas has to win this weekend. Has to. And I don't think the Buccaneers are good. I don't think, you know, Jameis is their long-term answer. But I think they could play, you know, spoiler to some some teams. And the Cowboys just happen to be on the schedule, you know? There's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. Because they they just have that. Yeah, exactly. You you hit it right on the horn. They put up points. And granted, they aren't very good. Defense is very, you know, they have injury problems, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, if Dallas comes out and plays like they did against the Colts, shit, I mean, they they don't deserve to win that division. They don't deserve a wild card spot either. That's just, if you're getting shut out and and you're at the top of your division, something's up. Granted, they didn't need that game, and I told you that on Sunday that, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys really didn't need to win that game. It would have helped them, sure, but yeah, I stayed away from it from a gambling standpoint. Thank God, I almost took Dallas to fucking win. I almost, broke, I almost broke my own rule, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. Someone yeah. else ended up fucking me. I, f- I forget who. Um, oh, the pan- the Panthers. Panthers fucked me. No, How about done. the Panthers? They started six and two. And now they're six and eight. <laughs> They've lost six straight. Yeah, I think I think that's an actual fact. Their quarterback is. Um, I think Newton's out this week. Correct. Yeah. And, I, they're starting uh, Taylor or whatever. Heineke, Heineke, Heineke from from Old Dominion. Yeah. yeah I met I, I met him. He, he's. He's uh, he's horrible. <laughs> That's what he is. He's starting for the Panthers. That's yeah. what we'll say about that. How about it? He's starting for the Panthers this week. Colin Kaepernick sitting on his fucking couch. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. I mean, we got. I got into it on Twitter today on the front porch account with a guy. I mean, it was civil. You know what I mean? It was good. Yeah. But it was like he Not sent like me that a one pe- dickhead. Yeah, that fucker from Milwaukee that thinks the Bucks are winning the finals. I was begging him to wager on that. I was literally begging him, but he just blocked me. But yeah, fuck that guy. Shout out to that guy in Milwaukee who thinks he's the greatest at podcasting. No reviews yet on his podcast, but we'll let it slide. Yeah. Um. But uh, fuck. 
That's nuts. I mean, Kaepernick's last season in the NFL, nobody's denying that it sucked. His numbers sucked. He was near the bottom in the quarterback rankings, et cetera, et cetera. But if you can look me in the eye and say that he couldn't be on a roster and he couldn't, he doesn't have the talent to be on a roster as a backup, then you're fucking lying to yourself. And I would yeah, admit, and go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Finish your thought. Finish I, your I would admit, you know, the media circus that would surround it may not be worth it to a lot of teams. Sure, but the that's point what everyone is, says. That's the what point, pisses me off. The point is that the NFL is purposely colluding against Colin Kaepernick for his right and his beliefs to you know protest and that's the, that's where you draw the line that's just exactly i mean exactly. i thought that was common sense but all right i guess not it's uh it's definitely there and uh it's just so fucked up he is good enough to be in this league he could start for a couple teams i think i mean well that, I mean, we're gonna talk about it i mean i guess we could talk about it now but like do you know how many teams need quarterbacks now like yeah going yeah, forward like, like over half of them. <laughs> over at least at least ten, yeah. at least ten to yeah. fifteen. Quarterback, like seriously, like quarterbacks the one position. If you have a, if you have an ace, you can win every game. Yeah, I mean the fucking Bills have Josh Allen, who's basically a running back playing quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta just, look in another just think direction. If the Chicago Bears had someone better than Trubisky, <laughs> they would be dominant. Dominant. That defense is fucking unreal. Khalil like, Mack is sacking people with his back, oh, not yeah. even looking at the guy when he's sacking. Khalil Mack is a talent. Like we've never seen before. Seriously. Correct. Correct. He's a he's a once in a lifetime pass rusher. Now, now my my, fa- my favorite edge rusher of all time is was Demarcus Ware, and he was good. But Khalil Mack is ten times better than him. Oh yeah, Khalil Mack is is I mean he's something we've never seen before. And yeah. I think that's undisputed. Granted, I think Ware's going to the Hall of Fame, but Khalil Mack is so much better. It's it's not it's actually not even close. There's not another edge rusher. In the history of the NFL, that comes to my mind that is better at sacking the quarterback than Khalil Mack. That's factual. Um, and it, and if and if you ask me, I know Bosa hasn't been healthy all this year, but Bosa, when healthy, is the second guy in terms of rushing the passer, in my opinion. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, His brother he, is the number one overall projected pick from Ohio State. Yeah, go figure. That last name carries volume or carries weight. The Raiders will get him. John Gruden will fucking ruin him. Or John turn him Gruden, into John Gruden an all will trade him. <laughs> yeah. And then not sign him to an extension and trade him. Yeah. Like John Gruden's a fucking yeah. Okay, Imagine so like, being John Gruden. Yeah, yeah. A couple perspectives here. John, The Raiders are going to have, what, four first-round picks? Something like that. I think if you're the three. Eagles and Gruden's like, we'll give you three of them for Wentz. What do you say? I'd probably say yes to that. I just don't think that's that's very – I think that's very unlikely. Well, I mean, if – I'm telling you the Eagles are going to win out, and if they don't get in the playoffs, they're still going to be – they're going to be surrounded with fucking questions about what they do, what they – You're biased you know. as hell, Imes. They ain't winning out. Who they they're got? winning. They Who's got the Tex- They games? got the Texans who are terrible oh. on the road and Texans they're terrible are, in Philly. And Texans a, are waxing that ass on oh Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go in on that game because I Watson love and Hopkins. That that's Wap- it. Watson to Hopkins. That's all that's they need. It. Fuck, they uh, won 10 games with those two guys. <laughs> yeah, they barely beat the Jets this past J.J. weekend. J.J. Watt's been pretty good this year, too. Yeah, Lamar sure. Miller's actually been good this year, believe it or not. Yeah, but their O line is think fucking atrocious. The Eagles just, you know, they held Gurley to. I mean, he, Gurley scored. Don't get me wrong, but like he wasn't a factor in that game this past weekend. Speaking he of wasn't. Gurley, he might not even play this week. Didn't yeah, practice gonna, today or kill. yesterday. 
That's going to kill me in the fantasy championship this weekend. Oh, uh, if you drafted Todd Gurley, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 pounds of drafting Gurley. My <laughs> first round pick ain't one. That's awesome. But now, Fuck, who dude, did I, t- I took Hopkins in the first round. I'm not in the playoffs in my one league. Dude, listen. Um, my, well, hold on. Go ahead and finish my bad. Took, took Beckham in my other league. He fucked me over. Yeah, Beckham. It's a bad fantasy bad year. year for me. Um, The Patriots. The NFL wants them to get a bye. You know that. The Texans are going to lose to the Eagles. The Eagles are going to play the Redskins. That's going to be an easy win. It probably won't be an easy win, but the win. So it's literally going to be up to the Vikings and Cowboys, depending, or that will dictate the Eagles' postseason outcome. That's just, you know, I mean, you, the NFL you, wants the Patriots to have a bye. That's that's going to happen. I, let me ask regardless you Regardless of Josh Gordon. We'll talk about it in a little bit. but the, the, Let me ask you this, Carter. The Chiefs are 11-3. and three. The Chargers are 11-3. and three. Chargers beat the Chiefs head-to-head last week. How how do the Chiefs hold the tiebreaker there? I, that's a good question. I don't. Like, I, do you they said they had the, the same record. Yeah, they're both eleven and three. Did yeah, they, because the Chiefs are what the well the one seed in the AFC, right? And how the, do they hold? How do they hold that tiebreaker? I want to fucking know what is the tie, what is the tiebreaker in the NFL first? Uh, let me see. That that's weird because the Chargers went into Kansas City and beat them. Yeah. It'd be really cool to see Phil Rivers fucking win a Super Bowl. I mean, okay, so a Chiefs victory clinches the division title. They'd be two games ahead of the Chargers with two games remaining. So I oh, guess this oh, was talking so, about last week. So, so is it divisional the, record or what? Yeah. So the Chargers the beat the Chargers beat the Chiefs. Yeah, both teams so, are eleven and three. With a Chargers victory, the teams would own the same record, but the Chiefs would hold the tiebreaker because of the better division record. Division record. Yeah. Yep, there yeah. you go. Wow, uh, that's crazy. So now the Chargers are going to be fucking Chargers. Realistically speaking, here Chargers could be thirteen and three and going to Houston in round one. They win that game, or going to Pittsburgh in round one, or going to Baltimore in round one. But if the Chiefs went out and the Chargers went out, we're going to have a thirteen-win team fucking going on the road in the playoffs. How crazy! That's nuts. Crazy. Well, what is it? Uh, Lamar is. Four and one since becoming the Ravens quarterback. I don't yeah, give a and shit. They had they... the Chiefs beat. They had. Oh beat. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They did, and they, they gave fucking... up a fucking fourth and fifteen, and Mahomes threw it eighty yards, and Tyreek yeah, yeah. ran it under a, it. It was a total collapse. Yeah. Total collapse. I'm telling you what. I don't want to play the Ravens right now. I don't care if they run the fucking army offense. They they run it a hundred times a game. I still don't want to play. That defense is good. Lamar's good. Gus if, Edwards fucking if, came out of nowhere. I mean, if, he's good. If there's, a, if there's a team I want to play in the playoffs in the AFC side, there's two teams that come to mind. Let me hear that. I want to play Pittsburgh or I want to play Houston. Not New England? I do not want to play New England, dude. Tom Brady's just another fucking animal in the playoffs. I don't want to play New England. But, like, who on New England's offense scares you other than Brady? That's all it has to scare me. Well, That's I mean, if he, he doesn't have a healthy Gronk, he doesn't have a – Edelman that creates separation like before. Yeah, well, they'll just find the next fucking grocery bag boy to, to catch <laughs> Cordell, up. For, yeah. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Dude, Brady can use whoever. That Cordell dude Patterson is literally the best quarterback like, of all time. Cordell Patterson throws for or catches like eight eight passes for like 140 yards, two touchdowns. You know what's, you know what's shocking is the Titans are fucking eight and six. Yeah, and they're very much in, in contention for a playoff spot, too. They're one game back from the Texans, man. The Texans lose this weekend, and the Titans win. What the fuck? Why? I mean, I drafted Derrick Henry in, like, the fourth round in a 12-man league in the fantasy. Why the fuck? Why, why all of a sudden in the fucking week 14 does he just blow up? I don't oh, fucking yeah. get it. I mean, no idea. Guy Deion Lewis is good, but, him. like, 
I mean, what Dude, Henry, is Henry? Henry was horrible until the last two games. I mean, horrible, awful, like, like a like running three back yards four. a carry. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like an RB four. If you get, if you desperately need a, a flex option in a two flex league, like maybe you put him in, but. And now he's a liability. Fuck, dude. He's averaging four four point eight a carry now, and he has eleven touchdowns. He has an outside chance at going over a thousand. Yeah, I don't it's, get it. I don't. Yeah, get I don't it get all. it either. I mean, fuck, maybe he's Royden. I don't know. Where does that fucking come from? Out of nowhere, he just goes out, off randomly. Out of nowhere. I mean, you got a beast from Alabama, and you got him at was he a second round pick? I think third round pick. He, he was. Round? A, I think he was a second round pick. I mean, you, if. What are, what are the Titans doing if if you can't establish a run game with Derrick Henry, or at least in the first couple yeah. half of the season at least? Like, oh boy, the games this week are going to be so good. Titans are going to win this week. They're hosting the Redskins, oh, but yeah, the Ravens win. are going to San Diego. That's a huge That's game. Huge yeah. game. Cowboys are hosting the Bucks. NFL just you know great job by the NFL in terms of schedule because jam packed every week this year. Yeah, the NFL does a little right, but sometimes they get the schedule right. I'll get, I'll give them that. Patriots got the Bills. There's, I tell you what, take your take your entire life savings and the deed to the house and put it on the Patriots to cover at home against the Bills. They are not losing. How many games in a row did they lose now? They've lost two in a row. They're not losing three in a row. They're not losing to the Bills. No. Do chance. you think they win by fourteen? Yes. Spreads thirteen and a half. I, I love them. I love them plus 13 and a half. Minus 13 and a half, you mean? The, the, yeah, minus 13. The Bears are fucking going to San Francisco. That's an easy – well, fucking Nick Mullins yeah, might come out of nowhere. It's, it's not an easy win. I, I like mean, Matt Breida. I always have. They're um, laying four. I don't know. The Bears are only four-point favorite in that one. Yeah, the Saints are five and a half. They're laying five and a half against the Steelers. The fucking see, Rams uh, are in, in Arizona. That's not a – you see, Steelers, uh, Saints, wow. Cam, what's his name? Game. What's the defensive end from New Orleans? Cam Jordan? Yeah. He came out and said that he put Eli over Big Ben <laughs> just today. Yeah, that's funny. That's not true either. Big Ben about to throw for 605 TDs. Now, if you're <laughs> Final in the score NFL, would be 40 why to in the 43. fuck would you have the Raiders-Broncos on Monday night? I don't know. Why? I mean, literally you could have – they need to change that game. I mean, well, obviously I, they're not going to now, but they need to. I guess Pittsburgh, New Orleans is the uh, prime time on Sunday, and then KC, Seattle is the night game. But let's what look at some other. Monday let's look at game. some other matchups you could have: Houston, Philly, meaningful game. Dallas, Tampa Bay, meaningful game. Uh, Panthers, Falcons. That kind of sucks because the Panthers suck. But Baltimore, LAC. Oh, that's a Saturday night at. at Eight twenty, so I guess that's yeah, not too bad. Yeah, but it is the season for Saturday night NFL games. Yeah, but that Monday night game is such a waste. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, it's me a rival, off. I guess, but like. Oh, that's Christmas Eve though, so it's a wonderful ice on. So maybe they think that you know they're not just going to get the views; they might as well put the fucking Raiders on because yeah. everyone's going to be watching. It's a wonderful life. Why in the hell would, would the Raiders want to win this game? Why would the Raiders want to win any games anymore? I don't get it. I don't know, but they fucking knocked the Steelers off at home two weeks ago. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, congrats on your yeah. big win. That means nothing except congrats. a lower draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. A couple, couple teams need to tank at this point. They sure do. They, they certainly do. Giants need to tank now that they're eliminated. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know why, unless the Cowboys lose this week, Odell will play in the last week of the season to try and knock no, off the Cowboys. But yeah, I don't, he, know, I don't know why he would play anymore. Uh, no, I don't no. know why they'd play Barkley anymore. Fuck, you know, they know what they have there. Let's talk about Odell Beckham for a little bit. We're starting yeah, to see a, we're starting to see a pattern. His rookie year, he hurts his hamstring. Yeah. Last year, he suffers a season-ending injury. This year, he has a quad. He hasn't been able to play in two weeks. Now three. He's not going to play this week. I heard. Um, you're looking at a guy who's an elite talent, but doesn't have the grit to play a full season. Yeah, I, I just that, said it. Fuck it. That and he has Eli throwing to him. I mean, yeah. If you're the Giants, you can't have Eli next year, right? You just can't. Well, I mean, who do they get? Will Greer? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think Will Greer is going to be worth a damn. Those, he's a system QB, man. That's what I mean. Like, the, there's no, you know, top quarterback that this, this, this they should be sucks. targeting. Let's just call it what it is. This, yeah. this draft, this is going to be. It's, it's gonna like be Gruden bad. traded for all these picks, and it's the worst draft class ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George, or yeah, Gruden, enjoy your, uh, yeah. enjoy your barrage of first round picks uh, with little talent, but whatever. So let me ask you this. You know, we talked about the amount of teams that need quarterbacks. What do the Patriots do as far as their uh, situation? How long do they ride Tom Brady, I guess I should ask? He's, 41. The, he's in, 41. Until the fucking wheels fall off. Okay, so if, if the wheels fall off midseason, they just rock with Brian Hoyer for the rest of the year? Or they just no, call no, no. it? Until the wheels fall off at the end of a season. Look, I don't think Brady is the type of player who's going to play when he knows he doesn't have it anymore. But right now, he still has it. I don't know, man. That that Patriots offense is not that. I mean, I watched that game on uh, against the Steelers. Other than Brady hitting a wide open Chris Hogan, that was a blown coverage by the Steelers. They put up three points, and you know the the Raiders just put up twenty four on the Steelers, and. I know it was in Pittsburgh. It was a very hyped game from Pittsburgh, and I took Pittsburgh. But, like, that Patriots offense, man, that looks stagnant. I think they'll get it together. Brady's going to leave New England on his own terms because the owner loves him, and he makes the calls. Yeah, we talked about that last week with Kraft and Belichick and Brady. Yeah, but That's Kraft's fucking golden boy. That's his son. It's motherfucking son. Pretty much. Brady's leaving on his own terms. Believe that. I mean, he got his 1,000 rushing yards, so, I mean, shit, he, he's good to go. <laughs> what, his 1,000th career rushing yard? Yeah, with a fucking three-yard fucking slide. That's hilarious. Took him 20 years. <laughs> but, I mean, so let me ask, is this the end? Is this the beginning of the end? I mean, Josh Gordon's out. They don't it really is. have a number one receiver. I mean, it Edelman's is. good. I'll tell you what, when the pay- – the – and you know, shame on Robert Kraft. Belichick didn't want to get rid of Garoppolo because they would have transitioned into their next era with a quarterback who's talented. Um, but they're going to have a major, major drop off uh, when Brady does hang it up. Because the, the the fact of the matter is, is Tom Brady can keep you in games right now, even when there's nothing around him. Right. And uh, not too many quarterbacks can do that. Speaking of QBs, Aaron Rodgers used to be able to do that, but now I'm starting to lose faith in him. I'm thinking the Packers paid Aaron Rodgers all this fucking money, and he's done. He's yeah. on the decline. I mean, I've, I've only I'm been feeling. on this. I've only been on this earth for 23 years, but you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats. I've never understood 
the amount of hype that goes towards Aaron no. Rodgers. Never. I've never I can't understood understand it. that at all. I've never, Everyone's never like once. Aaron, you know, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback. I'm like, motherfucker, what? you <laughs> need to stop sipping that full aid. <laughs> yeah. What? Say, yeah. Saying that again? I, yeah. I mean, there's been quarterbacks outside of your generation there, Bobby. Come on now. Exactly. I mean, I just don't understand. He's the most talented quarterback ever. Okay, he wears number 12, and he's got a beard. I mean, I don't, I don't understand where this most talent ever comes from because I'm not seeing that, Coach. I'm not. That's just the way it is. It's fucking insane. I don't know why he's so hyped like that. No, no other player has been hyped like this. And how about the Packers got rid of McCarthy for what? Like they're not got rid in the playoffs. of McCarthy, and it's actually Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they're not in the playoffs. I mean, what like what did they do that for in the middle of the season? Did they think they were going to make a run with their with their associate head coach? Now, I mean, like, no, no. I mean, they're out of playoff contention. But good thing they got rid of McCarthy. I mean, yeah, maybe it was thing. his fault. Maybe it was a little bit of both. But to get rid of your coach that has you know built up the chemistry and camaraderie with your quarterback, and you took him to a Super Bowl and won. Uh, that that organization's a mess. Devontae yeah, Adams is. is good, but yeah, other is. than that, I don't. It took I don't him a know. while to be good, but he's good now. Yeah, sure is. I mean, he catches a touchdown almost every week. I know. Aaron Rodgers should be thanking him. Yeah, that's about the only Packer player scoring a touchdown every week. Yeah, no kidding. Jimmy Graham was a bust. Uh, for the Packers, not saying he's a bust, but yeah. I mean. Aaron Rodgers has never used tight ends well, though, in his career. Yeah, no tight end has really flourished with. Uh, yeah. Now, Jermichael Finley had a couple good years, but it was still hit or miss. Right. He just doesn't utilize tight ends well. No. He likes to throw outside receivers, basically. And he's just not. I mean, he used to be mobile, I guess, but he's not at the at the minimum. Or he's at, old, man. Yeah, he's, old. he's not. He's, he's mid 30s now. He's just old. That's he's not agile. He's not quick. He's yeah. And the Packers just paid him a lot of fucking money, boy. Oh yeah, like fucking half their budget in one a one, lot one of position. Money. That's smart. Khalil back sack. Khalil Mack sacking him with his fucking back to him. Khalil Mack. <laughs> Khalil backsack Mac, I love it. I mean, with Fuller and uh, David and like that division or that defense, they're gonna run that division because Kirk Cousins sucks, the Lions suck, Aaron Rodgers, like you said, they gave him half their fucking team's budget. I mean, what are they gonna build around Aaron Rodgers to compete with? The- no, that's not happening, unless yeah. they fucking strike lottery with the draft. But no, that Bears are gonna run that division, and Trubisky's gonna have plenty of time to develop because that defense is gonna fucking keep him in contention for the next yep. five years and that's just oh yeah the way it is for the foreseeable future the chicago bears are going to be the the team to beat in the nfc north yep let's talk about the playoff picture then you know since we're since we're there i mean so in the afc i want to it's the top two seeds are the chiefs and who, what, the patriots as it stands right now are are you sure are the Patriots still? I don't think they are. They're nine and five. It would be the Chargers, but let me see here. What, what are the te- what's the Texans' record? No, are yeah, the ten- Texans are the second seed. Or they're the ten. Seed. And, they're ten and four, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Texans are the two seed as it stands right now. Yep. So that makes New England the three seed, Pittsburgh the four seed, Chargers the, the five the Ravens, seed, Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens, Ravens as six the six seed, seed Colts. And Titans both at eight and six, still in the playoffs. The Dolphins at seven, seven, seven and seven are realistically still in the playoffs. I don't want to see so, the Dolphins in the playoffs. I no, want to see the Colts does. in the playoffs. No, I wouldn't mind seeing the Colts. They're pretty good. 
So it's in the NFC, it's the Saints who have already clinched, the Rams who have already clinched, and the Bears who have already clinched, yeah. and the Cowboys. Cowboys, wild, wild Seahawks card. are the first wild card at 8-6, and, and six, then, which yeah, kudos and to Seattle because they don't have a lot of good players. No, they're not a good team. And yeah. Russell Wilson's good, let that be known. But the Vikings yeah. are the second wild card. I don't know if Wilson's good or he can just win games. I think he just has the grit to win games. Yeah, because you can't you can't lose to the fucking 49ers when you got no. the Chiefs the following week. I mean, you no. just can't. No, huh? Chiefs will win that game and the Seahawks I'm... will fall off. Um, the Vikings are 7-6-1. and one. They're going to lose one of their next games. And the really only other team in the hunt is the Eagles because unless you're really wagering on Josh Johnson to – No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean technically the Panthers, the Panthers are, are, are still in and the Redskins are still in, but neither one of those teams without their QBs are going to win. No. Um, so it's really up to the Seahawks and Vikings that control their own destiny. And I guess the Cowboys too because they only have eight wins. But I guess if the Cowboys win this week, they clinch the division. They do. They do. Okay. It would be impossible for the Eagles to – because okay. these Cowboys beat them twice, so they yeah, the Eagles yeah. hurt themselves. Yeah, the division record tiebreaker goes to Dallas. Yeah. The Eagles' best chance is to get into the wild card. And yeah, I it's think to get to that sixth seed. I think and the then Seahawks, go to Dallas in week one. Yeah, playoffs. I think the Seahawks and Vikings lose at least once in the next two weeks. So if the Eagles win out, they're in. That's just very doable. You're optimistic, my, my friend. You're optimistic. You're, you don't understand the power of Magic Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. I love I love saying that. I don't know why. Maybe it's not Big Dick Nick, but Doug Peterson fucking calls an offense and it calls a game completely different. And it's very, very good whenever Nick Foles is under center compared to Carson Wentz. And I don't understand it. What's it like to have a Big Dick? I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So you're probably not the right person to ask that question to. Yeah, you got to look elsewhere, phone, my friend. Phone a friend. Correct. I don't but, know if I have any friends that would know that feeling, though. <laughs> Maybe I'll phone one of your friends. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Big Dick Nick, I have 100% faith that we're going to go 2-0. and And I don't know why, because if oh, Wentz was in, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, we're done. I don't think we beat the Rams if Wentz is in, and I'm not sure why. I just don't think Wentz takes deep shots that much. He just forces it to Ertz all the time, which is probably why Ertz is about to break Witten's record of 120 catches or some shit by a tight end. Yeah, Zach Ertz is good. I like Ertz. Oh, he's good, but fuck. I mean, part of the reason we're 7-7 seven and seven is because Wentz forces the ball to Ertz every goddamn play. Yeah. I, I watched watch every Eagles live game. this year. They they blew one to the Panthers. That may have been the Panthers' last fucking win. <laughs> I think it, they were 6-2 and two after that, right? Yeah. That was the Panthers' last win. That's they lost crazy. six in a row. That's horrific. That horrific. Ugh. Funny. Ugh. That sucks a lot. But anyway, um... AFC Chiefs are the only team that's clinched, and then you got the Texans at ten and four, Patriots at nine and five, Steelers eight and five, and then the wild card you got the Chargers who have clinched, and then the Ravens at eight and six. So literally the AFC is a mess. It's hard to put your faith in the Chargers because of their past, and then it's hard to put their faith in the Chiefs because they're, they're the Chiefs, you know. And last year they lost to the Texans in, at home, so it's like. Ugh. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting playoffs. Yeah, I don't know, man. It'll be it'll be hard to gamble on, that's for sure. Yeah, I, prob- I, I typically don't gamble in the playoffs. Yeah. But anyway, you got any uh, ga- anything for this week coming up? I don't know, man. I haven't really had time to look at it yet. I'm sure I will look at it. but uh, You know I went 2-0 last week, right? Where did I go? 0-2. <laughs> Fuck. Cocksucker! I'm gonna owe you. I'm gonna owe you wings. I took I took the the bears and the points, 
and they ended up covering somehow. And then did, who did I take? You took the Packers, and then I took the Steelers. <laughs> For some reason, I took the Steelers, and, and I took the Patriots. Winning. Yeah, yeah, and we only took two each, and that, those were the ones. I went zero and two. Isn't that nuts? I mean, fucking probability. If you're man. listening to this podcast, which you probably aren't, but if you are, if you were, you do are the now. exact opposite of what I say, and you might win some money. <laughs> On a on a weekly basis during NFL season. Correct. But yeah, that being said, NFL is kind of wild. Um, yeah, it's been a good season. So yeah, with that being said, um, let's move on to the the NBA. The NBA um, is heating up. Sure, certainly is. The Warriors are almost healthy. They got Draymond back, and they still lost to the Jazz last night. Jazz I'm not high on the Warriors this year. I mean, the fucking Western Conference playoff picture is literally like. Two games apart for the first fourteen teams, so I don't. The West is yet again fucking insane. I mean, you um, could be the three seed in the West and lose one game, and you could be the fucking outside looking in from there. It's it's nuts. Yeah, West is stacked again. The see, there's just been so much shit that's happened so far, and it's so early. It's it's the NBA is just epic. It looks like the Kings and the Mavericks will both be, excuse me, playing playing in you know. For a while, they're not just early season, you know, flukes, but they look like they have a legit fucking legit Luka, team. Luca's definitely the rookie of the year. I mean, you look at the West, the top 14 teams all could very well make the playoffs, and then you have the Suns that are sitting way outside looking in. But who have won four, four straight in a row? Yeah, so maybe they maybe they I sneak think, in. Well, I tell you what, they acquired uh, Ombre, Kelly Ombre. Kelly Ombre, yeah, he's good, yeah. and he might Ombre, be the whatever. you know everybody has a man crush on him on NBA Twitter. So he he fits into the Phoenix scheme. And then they just waved Austin Rivers. I mean, what are the Wizards doing? Like just getting rid of two young players for Trevor Ariza, who they already have, and then tanking. Letting I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, they got to trade Beal and Wall at this point now. I mean, they fucking brought Jeff Green in, and then they trade Ubre and Austin Rivers for Trevor Ariza, and <laughs> who is not what he was even last year. I, I didn't alone. even know Trevor Ariza was still in the fucking league. Yeah, I mean, the, the Lakers were pushing for him, and now he's. I, I, Lakers got bigger fish to fry. Well, the Lakers are going to trade their whole fucking team for Anthony Davis here in a couple weeks. You well, heard it here first. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they even have enough. That's a, that's the thing. Like, like do they, it like, almost has to be a three team trade. Let me tell you this, Jordan. Brandon Ingram's on the move. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, Ingram's on the move. Ball's on the move. The the, the two they don't want to trade is Hart and Kuzma. Yeah, that's true. But they might have to. I don't know. I don't think Lonzo Ingram and you know two first round picks gets it done. Yeah, they're definitely not trading Kuzma. I think he's the only one that uh, stays. But like you said, Lonzo, Hart, Ingram, fucking, you know, Mo Wagner, <laughs> I don't know, any pieces that they could potentially put together, they're all on the move. And that's a fact. I mean, right now it seems if if he does get dealt, which I still don't think he will, um, L.A. is the only real team that has, although I was looking at some other teams that could potentially do it, Boston can't do it. Nah, because they have um, Kyrie, yeah. They have Kyrie, yeah. So the Lakers are the only team that I think has even a shot. 
But I did see something interesting where the Trailblazers send like McCullough and someone else send some picks, and they get AD, and they they have Lillard and AD just like they had Lillard and fucking uh, Aldridge. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but I did see a rumor about that today. Lakers are the most probable, but it, I think AD stays put. I mean, if you're the Pelicans, why are you in a rush to trade AD? It's not like the Pelicans they're can't not, make the playoffs, yeah. you know? And they're not in a rush to trade KD. I mean, KD, AD. They're just not yeah, in a rush yeah, to trade. Yeah. Why would you be? Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're helping out the Lakers at this point. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna trade him. I just don't. Well, I mean, he's a free agent after this year, so he could at least he so, could opt out. Like he could go wherever yeah, he wants, and the Pelicans could not. Yeah, yeah, opt yeah. Out. yeah. So that's a risk. Yeah, so I think the Pelicans will be realistic and be like, yeah, I, I don't think New Orleans has the market for a, a team without AD, so they're gonna be really, really facing some serious. Serious questions, you know. I I don't know. I I don't think the Lakers have enough. I'd like to see him go to L.A. because I think that could really stir the West up. But yeah, I just think it's so unlikely at this point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of young talent in this league and the NBA. Of course, you know, I think you and I both like the NBA as a, a favorite. As far as watching entertainment, yeah, gambling, even whatever, but like, if you had to give me a starting five of players under the age of twenty-five, who would they be? Fuck. Luca. Oh. I really have to think about this. Um, I know for a fact I want Luca in it because I just I've seen enough. I don't need to see much more of him. All right, I'll give you my um, my first, and then we'll go back and forth. I'm going. Jokic from the Nuggets, who is 23. Yeah, he's good. He can do it all. I'm going to go Jokic. I'm going to go... I'm putting De'Aaron Fox in there because I like him a lot. And I'll put Tatum in as the three. So I have a one, three, and a five right now. Let me see. Dang, so many options. You got Levine, you got Kuzma, you got fucking marketing from the Bulls, Donovan Mitchell, of course, Jamal Murray, Nurkic from the Blazers. I mean, fuck, you got Alfred Payton, who's hurt, but I mean, he's still good. You got Porzingis, if he's hurt, but if he's really, he's really good. You got Julius Randle. I mean, there's D'Angelo Russell. You got so many fucking Clint options. Capella. Clint Capella, Sarek for the Timberwolves. Yep. Ben Simmons, fuck. This is this is gonna be tough, but I stand by my first three because they're automatic for me. Fox, Tatum, Jokic. I'll probably put Embiid in there, even though I'd have two centers. Um, so that'd be four for me. I'm trying to think of a two guard. I, I would got take Dennis. Booker personally. Booker, yeah, that that's gotta yeah. be it. You could make an argument. You can make an argument for Jalen Jalen Brown, but he's been struggling lately. I mean, fuck yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. I forgot about. Yeah. So here's 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 what I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna go. Um. You know the Greek freaks under twenty five, right? Yeah, he's twenty four. I think twenty four. 
Dave yeah, Bush. fuck, I got to put him at the two. Fuck it. He can play whatever position. I'd have a stacked lineup, to be honest with you. So, yeah, so I'm putting Greek Freak at the three, Devin Booker at the two, Fox at the one, Towns at the four, and Embiid at the five. It's it's an all-star lineup. Fuck yeah, I got Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, Giannis. Sorry, Devin Booker, but I'm going De'Aaron Fox at the one. And I'd have a fucking lengthy lineup. And if I'm a GM, I like my chances to go into the finals. <laughs> Unfortunately, that that lineup would never happen in the real world. But it's, it's how about how about Fox, man? He's Fox good. is good. He claims he's the fastest in the league, and I don't, I don't think he's wrong. No, he's definitely not wrong. He is the fastest in the league. I wanted the Lakers to take him over Ball. I did. He looks so much better than Lonzo right now. It, oh, it's not even he's close. Much better, dude. Lonzo's no good. Lonzo's average. No, yeah, he's not. You can, he's not you gonna can wow get as you. As many arm tattoos as you want. It ain't, it ain't helping. Yeah. I mean, I really would love to see him pan out, but it's it's looking. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's gonna pan out. I think he's just gonna be an average role player his whole career. Right. If you don't blossom playing alongside LeBron, you're never gonna blossom. Right. So speaking of LeBron, he has like almost two thousand dunk attempts. Dunk attempts. Nine of them have been blocked, and there was an actual, like, like segment on a lot of the sports shows about it. And first take, I have a lot of opinions about first take, especially one of the hosts. I'll let those Stephen slide. A. Yeah, he's a clown. How about but... Stephen A? Stephen A saying, like, the big matchup for this game is the tight end who hasn't played all year and the linebacker who hasn't been on the team all year. Yeah, he said Hunter Henry was a factor for the Chargers, and Hunter Henry's been on and IR. He was talking about the Hunter Henry versus Derek Johnson matchup. Derek Johnson's not on the Chiefs. Imagine being a talking puppet for ESPN like Stephen A. Smith. Couldn't know, couldn't be me. Couldn't be us. Getting paid all that fucking money, man. Getting paid tons of money to blot out fucking whatever he's told. Yep, shame. Sick. Uh, what was I just about to say? Uh. Yeah, so anyway, LeBron's been blocked nine times in his career when he's gone up for a dunk. I could be wrong because I do remember, you know, I mean, I've watched LeBron every time chance I get. I remember him getting blocked plenty of times, part of the fucking game, you know. But according to Bleacher Report, they know all. He's been blocked nine times, and they literally had a fucking chart for everybody that's blocked him. <laughs> Someone blocked him twice. Who was that <laughs> on that list? I remember Someone blocked him twice. Yeah, but I don't know. Jared Allen met him at the rim, and Jared Allen's good, and the Nets have a couple young studs. And I don't think there's anything wrong with LeBron getting blocked, but LeBron, given his pedigree and his, you know, skill set and his, you know, demeanor surrounding him, that's just the way it goes for him. If he gets Lakers blocked. Should never, Lakers should have never traded D'Angelo. Oh, I know. What the fuck? He looks so much better than Lonzo. Oh, yeah. He's playing really good this year. Well, they got rid of Randall, and Randall's fucking putting up numbers too. Yeah, he's hurt right now, I think, right? Uh, he may be now, but they took a gamble, and that gamble failed them bad. Yeah, yeah they should have signed Randall, and they should have kept uh, D'Angelo Russell for sure. Randall would have played well alongside LeBron too. Oh, definitely. Randall was good without LeBron. It's crazy. He'll be the starting center if Anthony Davis runs, or starting four man if Davis leaves. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he will. But, like, the crazy thing is, like, 
People were starting, like ESPN was saying, is LeBron declining because he had one fucking shot blocked in a game against the Nets. And it just, it made me fucking literally almost vomit. I wouldn't say he's declining. People get blocked. It's part of the game. It's basketball. The best athletes in the world out there. I mean, uh, that's just the way it is. It's like, I mean, you and I have gotten blocked numerous times. We played for years. You played four years at a a very good Division II basketball school. Oh, yeah, I've been blocked 100 million times. Yeah, blocked, dunked on, you know, ball stolen from. Fuck, you get back on defense, you play the game. It's the way it goes. Yep. The first, I, when I played, the first clip on this dude's highlight film was him dunking on me. I, I shit you not, he caught an oop and literally right over my shoulders. <laughs> the first play on his highlight film. I'll go ahead and say That's it. Great. Fuck it. I'm podcasting now. I don't give a shit. That's great. I used to try to get out of the way. I never tried to challenge people, but I did get dunked on a couple times. The crazy thing is, I didn't even see the dude. He just went behind me, and it was so fast that I didn't know what the hell was going on. Next thing you know, you had like... <laughs> Fucking nuts in your face. Sure did. I had to throw his thighs away so I could inbound the goddamn ball so he can get out of the fucking. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, trade rumors AD to the Lakers is the I think it's the, the only team that can do it, um, and, and I am skeptical that they ha- even have enough. Pelicans aren't just going to give AD up for nothing. Right. Um, even, if they, even if they know he's not going to exercise his player option next year. The crazy thing is the Lakers, if they're going to get them, they need to get them sooner than later because if the Celtics can get in a bidding war, it's over because the Celtics have all those picks. They have assets. They have tradable pieces. Yeah. And they will easily outbid anybody in this league. How I, about, mean, I don't know. How about f- Rozier, Brown, and two first-rounders? Yeah, very well. I mean, if if the fucking Celtics could get away with getting Anthony Davis for Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown and two first-round picks, that would be the steal of the century. I yeah, love I Terry. I love Jalen. And I'm sure the two first-round picks would be dandy, but I would wager on a lot of money that none of them or Terry or Jalen amount to anything close to Anthony Davis. And I love yeah, well, them both. Anthony Davis is, like, squarely in the MVP running. Yeah, he certainly is. Well, fuck, I mean, the, the Bucks played the Pelicans last night, and Giannis was saying, AD, come to Milwaukee. Fuck. Yeah, of course he was, but they don't have it nearly enough to get him. And who the hell would go to Milwaukee? Yeah, come on. Nah, he's not going to Milwaukee. Cute effort by Giannis, though. Yeah. Shout out to the guys in Milwaukee who thinks the Bucks are going he, to the finals. Good luck yeah, with that. You know, you know what sucks is Giannis, until he develops a perimeter game, will never put them over the top. Oh, my God. That's all I was trying to say to this dude from Milwaukee, and he literally, like, was trying to go out my neck for saying that. I was like, dude, you can live in some fucking snow globe fantasy world, but I'll tell you how it is, and that's just the way it goes. <laughs> like, exactly. He didn't like that. He blocked me on Instagram, blocked me on Twitter, which is not the goal of the front porch. You know, we like to, you know, civil discourse and engage with people by all means, but you know, oh, fuck that, fuck that guy. We 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 saw with that guy. He was threatened by us, but whatever. A hundred percent. That's his loss. You know, we're not out trying to, you know, overshadow or overshine anybody. That's just, you know, it sucks that that's the world we live in. And, you know, his loss, I guess, because I showed you, you know, the Twitter engagements. And, you know, if he wants to take it personally, it sucks to be you. Get a review Definitely. on your podcast, bro. <laughs> Hey, fuck that guy. I don't want to spend. I don't even want to spend more time. Yeah, on we him. we shouldn't even give him time. But uh, he's, fr- he's from Milwaukee. That says everything you need to know about him. Yeah, so, sorry about your luck, dude. But, but like, if Anthony Davis goes to Celtics, Jordan, that team's a fucking loaded. Let's think about a potential yeah. 
Kyrie, Marcus Smart, Jalen, Jason Tatum, Anthony Davis, and Al Horford. Jesus Christ. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. I mean, I guess he – I don't know if he starts at the two or Jason starts at the two, but, you know, Marcus Morris is coming off the bench. Yabuselli is coming off the bench. Sammy's coming off the bench. Fuck. Baines is coming off the bench if he's healthy. Robert Williams, their pick from Texas A&M, looks really good, plays above the rim. That team is fucking filthy. Do they compete with Toronto? Maybe not, but that team's fucking filthy. Oh, definitely filthy. Because Toronto's good as shit. Of course they are, every year. But yeah, I mean, we talked about the Western Conference. I mean, it's fucking filled. Eastern Conference top-heavy. Still, like it's also, you know... Nothing's I mean, changed. Yeah, I mean, but still, East, I mean, there's... top-heavy. West has, you know, 10 to 12 teams each year that could get in. Yeah, I mean, aside from the Knicks, the Hawks, and who am I missing in the East? That sucks. I'm missing somebody else. But yeah, that other team, aside from them, the East is still, you know... Aside from the top heavy, there's still playoff spots that could very well be taken by teams that are aren't in the playoffs right now. You know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how this year progresses. I always look forward to Christmas Day basketball. I will say that. Fuck yeah, those games this week this year are gonna be nuts. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to Lakers Warriors, but that's gonna tell a lot about both teams where the Lakers are in terms of you know being competitive. And where the Warriors are, because obviously the Warriors are the most talented, but if they don't have any type of bench, then they're they're not gonna make it out of the Western Conference. And I I don't you know, may most people may not agree or maybe wanna hear it, but you know, you you don't look like the Warriors do in the regular season and just turn it on like you know This team might be able to do it though. It just depends on what DeMarcus Cousins gives them. DeMarcus Cousins could throw them all the fuck all all the way off though. We don't know. Exactly, that's my we point. You know what I mean? See by year what happens. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there because Demarcus Cousins could come in and that fucking that team could go from you know hit to completely miss. And I mean, who's to say that one thing for certain will happen? You know? Yeah, you don't. You don't know. Sports are unpredictable. Yeah, but anything else uh, NBA wise? Chris Paul got hurt tonight. By the way, I don't think I told you that. Jeez, what's what's the verdict? Hamstring. Hamstring again. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Chris Paul is old. Yeah, I mean they Still gave him at a high level though. They gave him tons of money. The Rockets are screwed. Not worried about them in the West. No, Did you see not the, either. The NBA is going to play preseason games in India. There's yeah, never I saw been that. NBA. Yeah. I, um, I have a I have a dream of 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 the NBA being an international league one day. Where you have teams all over the world that play each other. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what they're trying to do with expanding the games into, you know, India and a lot of players go to China and, you know, put on. I think you could do it in NFL, too. I mean, NFL might even be easier. One game a week in a foreign country as opposed to two or three, you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, London, that seemed to be, it seems, I don't know how much London likes the NFL, but it's good for the NFL that they can go over there and have a game. So, I mean, maybe a team. Those London games, they're pretty popular. So are the Mexico games. Yeah, but they didn't. That didn't happen this year because of the field no. conditions. But yeah, shame on shame on whoever runs that stadium. But yeah, as far as NBA goes, um, I mean, I think the Knicks are, are eyeing Jabari Parker. Um, AD said he doesn't care about you know LeBron's comments about him wanting to play with or wanting to go to uh, LA. He has to remain neutral. That's yeah, all he's got is. to. Yeah. But yeah, as far as NBA goes, I think we hit a lot on the. I hit. I think we hit a lot there. Yeah, I agree with you. So, um, next uh, topic, we're going to talk about Christmas as an adult. I fucking hate it. it fucking sucks. 
I mean, like, let's just talk about the differences, first of all, from being a kid to being an adult. Let me say, at the beginning of December when I was a kid, I was fucking watching The Santa Claus, The Santa Claus 2, The Santa Claus 3, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, uh, Elf. I was watching movies every day that involved Christmas. And now I could give a shit less. I don't even know what date it is, to be honest with you. Here's, here's what Christmas is as an adult. Just a time where you have to see family you might not want to see. You got to spend money you don't want to spend. And I just fucking hate it. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. Yeah, like it sucks. It totally sucks. Christmas as an adult blows. I mean, it just changes a lot, you know? I'd rather the day just be over already. Instead of fucking waking up at fucking 5 6 a.m., you're trying to sleep in, you know? Like, it's like, yeah, it's Christmas. All right, go back to sleep. <laughs> Exactly. I used to wake up, unwrap my gifts early as fuck, call up people, tell them what I got. They'd tell me what they got. Fuck, man. Christmas used to be a blast. Now it's just like, ugh. Yeah, and it's like you need coffee throughout the day because they fucking... need coffee, and I need to put some type of dark liquor in that coffee. Correct. I'll be drinking heavily on the Christmas Christmas. I mean, your parents don't try to hide the fact that, you know, the presents aren't from Santa. I mean, I think we, we all get that. Yeah, isn't that upsetting? I don't know what age I stopped believing in Santa, but that was probably a terrible year. Mine was just two years ago, so I'm speaking fresh. (laughs) 21, I I, I flipped the switch. I don't think you're joking. Yeah, no, my 21st birthday, I quickly realized that, hey, I don't think Santa Santa fits down this chimney, because we don't have one. (laughs) We don't even have a fucking chimney. We don't even have a fucking chimney. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the magic mystery is uh, is is pretty much shattered. You know, Christmas morning suddenly always becomes about you know your your little cousins or you know if you have kids, your kids, grandkids, whatever. Like all about the youngsters because they actually still have that you know that spirit of oh you know Santa Claus came blah 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 you know. Yeah, it's much different these days. Yeah, and you Christmas. have to. No, oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, nah, I just was gonna say Christmas just isn't for me. <laughs> Christmas kind of sucks, but yeah, I did you're ex- get in the spirit a little bit this year because the gym was playing carols and shit. But yeah, and we we're giving away fifty bucks from Amazon, so oh, yeah, you, you yeah. were in your Christmas outfit for that giveaway. We, so we'll that. be announcing that some sometime in the next, probably Five, after Christmas. Yeah, January. we'll probably do it next January, week or so. Yeah, hol- the holidays are the holidays, so fuck off. Yeah, I mean you're you're expected to give as much as you receive, and a lot of people go fucking broke because they just. I buy presents and shit. I think they're kind of confused, but you know, now that you're a functioning adult within a job, you can you just get a, give cre- give presents, and it's just weird. Yeah, the hot toys for kids are all fancy gadgets. You know, kid toys for us are non-existent anymore. Snow sucks. I mean, now that I'm an adult, now I think snow sucks. I used to love snow. Like, if I lived at a ski resort, fuck, I'd still love it, but. Now, nah, not a fan of snow. No, if it snows on snow, Christmas, I'm I probably pissed. Cold, I hate all that shit. Right. That can all die, go to hell with all that fucking shit. Correct. Just give yeah. me something dark, preferably a nice whiskey, and uh, I can get through the holidays. <laughs> yeah, Christmas as an adult, not yeah. the best. Christmas as an adult. You drink a lot, you eat a lot, and you spend a ton of money. Correct. 
Yeah. With that being said, I don't think we need to touch on that too much longer. I think a lot of our it's, it's listeners. It's pretty interesting that we both just hate it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we both share that that mentality. I think our listeners may as well. I don't think there's any young listeners that are expecting Christmas gifts from Santa Claus well, that are listening. Well, if there in. are young listeners, I want them all to know that Santa Claus is actually real. Sure is. I already sent my list to the North Pole and it was received, so I'm good. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Nothing like some Calypso. <laughs> you got to quit drinking that shit, man. You're going to die. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's December 20th. You and I both know that. Um, You know, December 31st will come around. And then, sure enough, it'll be 2019. Everybody will bullshit and act like they're giving up something or doing something for a resolution. So... Let's talk about New Year's resolutions. And first, let's talk about how confused people get, like they're actually about to change their life. And then let's talk about, you know, maybe what your actual New Year's resolution is, a realistic resolution, etc. I am, the the New Year's resolutioners in the gym aren't there yet, but they're already pissing me off. (laughs) Um... I I get I get it like new year new me I I love that and uh you know very few people stick with that right I mean it's and it's not not an easy thing to do but uh I I can totally get behind like that new energy you know like new year new energy type of stuff so I can't hate people who stay with it even if they do just stay with it for a month I do admire that energy it, I actually don't mind like the the holiday, the New Year. It's like, it does symbol some things to me. And and believe it or not, Carter, my resolution last year, I kept it the whole fucking year. Now, what was that? now, granted, it was to only drink coffee black and not put cream and sugar in it, but I still kept it. Fuck yeah! I mean, hey, that's all that matters, really. You don't need to set some fucking unrealistic resolution like you're gonna really achieve it after three weeks, like. Just be exactly. fucking honest with yourself. I never right. set a New Year's resolution because I know damn well if I, by fucking February I'll forget what it is. <laughs> I set realistic ones. That that that's my key. I set realistic resolutions. Like like this year I'm leaning towards picking like uh, becoming more organized and taking small steps to being organized. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, that'd be a great uh, year's resolution for me. So, I mean, I although I do I, try and focus on you know organization, as far as like you know, I you know, I'm first thing I wake up, make my bed. You know, that's just oh, you as make far your as bed. Organ- You're one of those weird fucks. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, I <laughs> I used to never do it, and you know, when I had a girlfriend for a while back, like the first thing was always make your bed, and I was like, it just kind of drilled into my head. So I was like. It's the first thing you do when you wake up. If you accomplish something, even as simple as making your bed, you feel good. And I noticed that. You know, obviously going to the gym makes you feel good. Doing things that, you know, you need to do make you feel good. But something easy like that, as soon as you wake up, if you just get something done, then you go on with your day after getting something done. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I have literally never made my bed. (laughs) Not one time. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I don't think I've ever made my bed. <laughs> I just flop my fat ass down on it and sleep every night. Facts. It's fucking great. Relatable. 
but I think I think people need to realize that you can use the new year to set goals, but you need to have realistic goals. You can't just say like I'm going to the gym every day. I'm gonna become a vegetarian. I'm gonna fucking get a 4.0. You gotta set realistic goals that build up to these fucking uh, big, hairy, audacious goals. You can't just fucking, you know, go after a big goal without, you know, accomplishing small ones. Exactly. That's where the fi- there's a fine line, and that's where people go over that line right there. Right. You know, I think a lot of people, like, they set this unrealistic, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds, and I'm going to start eating really healthy, like, I'm going to stop doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like, just fucking take steps, you know what I mean? It doesn't have, you yes. don't have to lose 50 pounds in yes. two months. Like, lose just lose five, five pounds in a, yeah, in a five. month. Lose five get, pounds in a month. Lose 60 pounds in a year by that, yeah. You use five pounds a month. Use goals before you can achieve long term ones. For sure. Exactly, exactly. And that's the biggest thing with our society is this: like, you know, I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna improve this just because it's 2019, 2018. I'm gonna do that. Like, no, you're not, bro. <laughs> just be honest yeah, with yourself. Like, you're not, dude. Shut the fuck up, you cocksucker. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to stay. And you know what? I'm already. I can already tell you. I'm gonna be better at some of these new people running around the gym. Now, granted, I get to the gym most days at 5:30. I'm still going to be fucking bitter. Like, get out of my fucking gym, asshole. <laughs> I won't say it to their face, but I'll be thinking it the whole time. Like, oh, I fucking hate New Year's and all these resolutioners. They can all fucking burn in hell. Like, it's all in love. It's all in love. I'm just trying to motivate. Whatever. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. Get out of my gym. Yeah, fuck you. Go to yeah. Planet Fitness, you cocksucker. <laughs> Go to Planet Fitness. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> the fuck out of this gym motherfucker we don't belong here now would it be would it be inappropriate to title this episode go to planet fitness you cocksucker (laughs) or is that just too inappropriate uh i mean i'm cool with it but i mean shit if you want to title it that it's cool with me no no it should be like get the hell out of my gym (laughs) yeah get the hell out of my gym I like we that. don't want to. We don't want to. You know, offend any Planet Fitness listeners yeah. if they're listening. Probably uh, not. Well, here, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna offend them right now. If you go to Planet Fitness, is it really considered working out? I don't know. I just it's, don't know. It's, it's definitely considered taking a Snapchat and posting on your story. If that yeah, considered, you see, if that's you out. see five fucking fuckers on Snapchat every day at Planet Fitness, and the purple shit just makes you want to lose your mind. It makes you want to find a bat, bite that bat's head off, spit the bat's head out at the person who posted the Snapchat, and then eat the rest of the bat. That's what it makes me want to do, at least. Maybe that's not normal. I don't know. I love it. It's probably not normal. <laughs> that's awesome. Certainly isn't normal. What the yeah. hell is normal in the front yeah, porch? What is, yeah, exactly. What is normal? What the fuck is really going on? That's awesome. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. But uh, before we get into thought-provoking shit, I gotta say my brother, little brother, turned twenty-one just three days ago. So that's fucking awesome. We've been at the yeah. bar literally. We've been at the bar literally for the past three days. My guy's got the, <laughs> my guy's got the world by the fucking balls. He's twenty-one. His girlfriend's hot. Correct. I mean, oh fuck! What would I? I'd do anything to be him. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot on his plate. He's got flow in his hair. I mean, fuck. Yeah, all all of them not relatable. <laughs> That's yeah, the older not brother. Not relatable at all. Yeah. But uh, no yeah. flow hair. No, no, no hot girl to have sex with. Yeah. Certainly not that. But uh, 
college friend Clyde. He's uh he's on he's he's on the right road. He's on taking the high road right now. Uh, he is. He is taking the high road and you and I are just listening to classic rock. Classic rock and doing podcast. Yeet yeet. Wouldn't change it. And and spanking our shit before we go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I've had to get new socks this Christmas because I'm running low. What can I get you for Christmas this year, son? Well, I need some tube socks, <laughs> but, but they need to be extra small. <laughs> yeah, tube socks and a, and a new magazine <laughs> with the fucking pages not sticking I need, together. I need extra small tube socks and a year subscription to Playboy Magazine. No, to Good Housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, non-pornographic magazine yeah. to masturbate to. Good Housekeeping, for sure. No other way around it. <laughs> I'm going to take a swig of liquor before we get into the thought-provoking shit. Is that cool with you? Yeah, take a swig of liquor. I'm, I drank a glass of wine earlier, and it's really just f- fucked me. I don't know if I just... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm it's because you're losing all that weight now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 215 these days. Yeah, I got on the scale the other day. It was 209. Yes. I'm sitting good. I mean, I don't really try to lose. I don't try to gain. I just try and maintain. And as long as my large shirts fit, I'm cool. I'm wearing large shirts these days. I love it. I remember whenever you first started, you texted the group and you were like, tried to wear an extra large shirt too soon. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely too soon to wear an extra large shirt. And it's crazy thing. It was just literally like a month ago. That's how I remember that. And you're already back into like your old weight, like your old. That's awesome. Dude, we had on like our next Instagram post has to be our before and after pictures, both of us. Like my picture of that I send in the group and then my picture in Iceland, like the difference between the two, it's night and day. And then your pictures, obviously. Yeah. I I need like another month. My before and after picture is going to be fucking insane. Yeah. I need at least another month, maybe two. Dude, yeah, exactly. I mean, it took me like, I mean, from March to August, so like six, six months, seven months. So, I mean, I mean, my, my picture, like, I look like a fucking offensive tackle and a fucking slot receiver in the yeah, pictures. People, it's, people, it's were, crazy. people were telling me that I could play nose tackle for the Steelers. That's what people were telling me. I was like, yeah, I mean, fuck you, asshole. I'm trying to think of my my fat kid comment I got. I don't know. I got so many fat kid comments. It was it was crazy. And, I, and the one day, it's crazy how it just hits you, you know what I mean? You're just like, all right, I'm tired of this shit. I got to get back in shape, you know? Yeah, trust me, I do know. I feel I'm like going through it right now. Obviously, our metabolism levels have something to do with it, but I feel like you and I, we've both grown up playing sports, you know, rigorous conditioning practices. Uh, I think we just kind of have it in us that we know we can, you know, get back into that athletic shape and you know get back into you know maintaining a, a you know a good weight that we are comfortable with and i think that helps but it also hurts oh, it because no it definitely helps yeah because we can just be like ah you know fuck it and i'll just start eating a bunch and eventually i'll get back down but i wonder if yeah. i'll ever eat carbohydrates again i often wonder huh. i look at these jalapeno chips across from me and i wonder the same and i'll tell you what <laughs> you're gonna eat those chips huh most certainly oh yeah Bro, I eat literally eggs every meal of the day. If it's 12.02 and I'm half drunk, I'm fucking eating jalapeno chips. That's the way it goes. Love chips. Miss them a lot. <laughs> mm, remember when uh, we had, was it like two large Domino's pizzas in a day and 40 wings? Or 50 oh, wings? Oh, yeah, 40 wings and two large pizzas. Of course, how could I forget? We're doing endless fantasy mock drafts. Yeah, that's, I plan on revisiting. Severely, severely underrated underrated I, that they are 
That they are. But um, yeah, McDonald or excuse me, Domino's wings, damn good. Domino's pizza, even damn near good, if that oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking Domino's is the goat of all pizza shops. Correct. So yeah, with Domino's talk, um, you want to transition into some thought-provoking shit? Lay it on me. Let's hear it. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Why do we as human beings dream? Fuck, I, I don't know. I, I think I dream because I listen to classic classic <laughs> rock before bed. Why other people dream, I don't know. Um, so, hold on, let me ask you. Do you think like your dreams are like... Maybe this is just me. Am I fucked up mind and sleeping? But like, I swear to God, like sometimes I'm in situations where I've dreamed them before. Like, and it's like, oh, I remember this in a dream and now I'm here. Like, you know what I mean? I've had a couple good dreams. I've had a couple bad dreams. You know, you know how, like, do you ever get real pissed off when you wake up from a dream and you realize it was just a dream? You're like, oh, fuck, that was the best life. Hell yeah, dude. I wake up and I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not in that dream. Hell, dude, when I was in Iceland, I had a dream that I was arrested and I was incarcerated in Iceland. Oh, that was but really scary. But really, I was just, I woke up in my Airbnb and I was like, oh, I'm still Airbnb's free. Airbnb's everywhere these days, huh? I'm still free. Fuck, this is awesome. I, I think you dream, whether you remember it or not, you dream to create an escape from your reality. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, that, especially me. That's like, my fuck. opinion. I'm dreaming. Um, I'm trying hard to dream. <laughs> I tell you what I've been doing before bed is I've been taking blue lotus powder. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. That's been making me dream some crazy shit. Hmm. So I got no idea what's going on there, but I think you definitely dream to escape reality. I mean, I think from what I'm reading is the dreams are strongest during REM sleep. Yeah, REM sleep, yeah. You know, when you may be less likely to recall, um, but much is known about the role of sleep in regulating our metabolism, blood pressure, brain function, you know, all aspects of health, but it's been harder for researchers to explain the role of dreams, and that is is really interesting, you know what I mean? Because what causes isn't our mind it, Isn't it like just, the longest dream, like six seconds or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird to think? So weird. And nightmares are distressing dreams that cause the dreamer to feel a number of disturbing emotions. Common reactions to a nightmare include fear and anxiety. They can both occur, you know, adults, children, whatever. And there's all type of causes for it. Yeah, dreams are crazy. I've always wanted to try to dig more into that lucid dreaming shit. I just never could get into it. Right. Do you think dreams have a purpose? Like, I think some do, yeah. Some definitely do. And then you hear every once in a while you hear about weird stories where someone dreamed something and then it prevented something from happening. Now you're just fucking with free will and that's scary. <laughs> it's like, you know, can dreams predict the future? I mean I mean, let's not try to explain them, but like, you know, not everybody has a you know, precognitive dreams or you know, despite may some some people may say that, you know, no, but like Many, many people experience, you know, prophetic dreams that, you know, believe that and they actually believe these dreams predict the future. And that's that's crazy because, you know, nobody really thinks of more than, you know, 10 seconds about, oh, I had a dream last night, but yada, yada, yada. OK, yeah, whatever. But like, 
nobody really is thinking like, oh, does this dream have like a effect on like what's coming for me? I'm sure. I'm sure there are definitely circumstances where some where people dreamed shit and it changed the outcome or they predicted the future. That's probably all over. Um, sleep in general like fascinates me. Isn't it weird? Like our it's body so just weird. rests. Our heart like, doesn't stop, but like our, our body heart does, just yeah, rests. Yeah, yeah, and we need it. Like we can't go without it. Yeah, and it's like, like we have to shut down for you know, crazy six thing, to eight hours a day. The crazy thing is like when you, like a lot of people like I think most people that you would survey would prefer to die in their sleep. You know what I mean? But like, isn't it weird that we need to sleep? But then you you go turn the flip and flip the page. Like I'd I'd rather go with a shotgun to the dick, but dying in sleep would be a close second. Uh, yeah, I mean I don't know about a shotgun to the dick. That would suck. But like, well, in my case, you know, a shotgun to the dick. I mean, sure, it, sure. It's, it's going to take what one inch away from me. Sure. I might even survive it. Yeah, you may be in the hospital and wake up and be like, oh, okay, one inch off my body. All right, I'll go on. But like, yeah, that's the and it's similar to me as well. Body. Yeah, similar, same same scenario. I mean, fuck, I'd be probably walking better. But uh. I was talking to someone today, and they're like, "Yeah, we had a friend. They had a cisk on their dick. It ended up being a, a tumor, a a a, a non cancerous tumor, but they Jesus. still had to they still had to get it removed. So they lost the head and an inch of their dick. And the one guy was like, "Well, fuck, if that happened to me, I'd have a vagina." <laughs> I was like, saying. <laughs> Like faintly, I was like saying, "Yeah, just trying to quietly out. throw that in there." Oh yeah, and they all alone. started. They all started laughing, and I was like dead serious, and they realized <laughs> what I was really going through. I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, awesome. guys, that's my life." Yeah, don't don't think this too hard, but uh, some of us they need we need that inch. As I hit, as I play the classical rock greatest correct. hits volume five. Correct, correct. I've been stuck on uh, you know some some ACDC, some uh, some Kiss. Journey. I'm on a journey currently, so I've been, uh, you know, tuning into their classic rock selection. Oh yeah, great, 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 great group of classic rock artists. Correct. So, um, you know, let me let me take you into uh, another thought-provoking shit segment. Let me ask you, um, where? Where do you get self-worth? Like, where does self-worth... How do you develop self-worth? Where does it come from? Your everyday actions develop your self-worth. Right. Um, and also think uh, not only your actions, but your manners, your level of respect towards others. There's like a there's like a, a big pot that you got to throw everything. I think it's respect. I think it's your actions. I think it's your morals. I think it's your conscience telling you what's right and wrong. I think if you throw all those in and mix them up perfectly, you get your self-worth. Um, well what said. happens to people is is they let a lot of other individuals who aren't them dictate their self-worth. And that's how people lose confidence, uh, feel down or low on themselves, uh, come into depression in, in severe cases. But that's my take on that. That's facts. Um I think, you know, our self-worth, self-esteem, whatever you want to call it, you know, it evolves, right? It, like, evolves throughout our lives, and, you know, we develop this image of ourselves through experiences, you know, throughout different people, different activities, whatever, you know what I mean? You and I, both, like, I'm just thinking about both of us, between sports, you know, school, activities, et cetera, et cetera, things we've been involved in, you know, in the community, work, whatever, 
you know, I mean, that plays a large role in the shaping of your self-worth and your self-esteem, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-worth is so vital and so many people just let other people dictate it for them. It makes me sick. Um, I know my self-worth and I don't overvalue it. A lot of people also overvalue their self-worth, which can be disastrous. Exactly. Isn't it nuts, dude? No, no, it really is. Um, self-worth is so important for personal and professional development. Uh, I, I would even go as far to call it the building block of personal development at the very least. Right. You know, I mean, there, there are many ways, obviously, to measure your worthiness in life, but you got to consider some of these things that we measure ourselves with are unhealthy. You know what I mean? Oh, you see it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Look, our appearance. I'll like, tell you, you what. Yeah, your physical appearance. Net, like your work, like what you make, who you your know, money. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all like, material all material things people 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 will literally measure themselves based on material things rather than morals manners respect they you know personal achievements yeah but but in the century we live in now and this is what i never got like you have a nice ass truck that means you have a small dick or you know you got all gucci oh he definitely sells drugs like people are so negative these days and and if you ask me humans nature the human nature is always to default to wrong not right humans are evil in nature a lot of people just have morals that balance that out right yeah that i mean fuck i don't even know if i want to follow that you hit the fucking nail on the head right there i'm not we, we could just end it with that no no i mean we got one more but like i'm just saying like you fucking <laughs> You fucking, I mean, that was perfect. Yeah, that, you that, literally that, hit that. that. That could be the end of the self-worth. That that could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that because you hit literally everything I was about to say. Yeah, self-worth is big to me. I uh, I have some very strong opinions about it. That's crazy, man. And you know, you know one thing, Carter, that I've gotten a lot better at, and this wasn't a New Year's resolution or anything like that. I've just gotten better. I don't change for anyone these days. Right. I'm me. You either like me or don't like me regardless i'm going to show the utmost respect for you unless you show me i should not respect you you've got my respect and you can either like my personality or not i don't give a fuck exactly bro you know like you're 26 right something like that 22 (laughs) i'm I'm 23 i'm about to be 24 like i can give a shit less if somebody tells me that i'm not doing what they think i you know what i mean like Fuck that. You got to have tunnel vision. You, you got to have tunnel vision. You got to block out all that shit. It's crazy, bro. If you let other people's opinions fucking eat you alive, like, you're you're the weakest motherfucker out there, in, if, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Before we get into the last topic, somebody just texted me and said, Cranston, when can I be on the podcast? Who Shout out to that? the listeners. I don't know. I don't have the number, but... Whoever just texted me that, shout out to you. I appreciate it. And you can come on the podcast whenever you want. Yeah. Hopefully she's hot. <laughs> Hopefully it's a she. Yeah, it's probably a guy, though. Let's face it. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so last stop provoking shit. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Are you ready for this? Go for it. 
Will religion ever become obsolete? No. Why is that? I just think it has too much steam. So let me, so let me many tell you of this. Too, man. There's so many. There'll be religions that go obsolete, but religion as a whole, I don't think ever will. So let me tell you, I I just read an article. It said research has shown that religion declines not just with rising national wealth, but also with all plausible measures of the quality of life, including length of life, decline in infectious diseases, education, the rise of the welfare state, and more equal distribution of income. Socialism, so re- basically. Yeah, religion declines with socialism. That's what I'm reading. I don't, I don't yeah, know that's, I mean that's that's what that says to me. So I just think that religion there's all it'll always be around. Um, so like now, now let me ask you this, Carter. In the Book of Revelations, right? I'm going to get biblical here. I believe it says something about people will be scolded for their religion and they'll have to hide it. I could see religion. Okay, so let's say you know, Revelations is is a true prophecy. And, you know, God comes back to this earth to fight the last battle. Um, be, could, could, that, could that last battle when things are, you know, you're hiding from your religion, I think that's about as obsolete as it gets. Mm-hmm. Having to hide your religious beliefs. Religious freedom is gone. You're scolded for being a Christ follower, stuff like that. Right. I don't think it'll ever be obsolete. I think there'll always be a, a, a underground market for it, even if it's frowned upon to be religious. Right. Let me let me follow up on what you just said. A survey by the PEW Research Center saw record numbers indicating a huge upswing in atheism, with 20% of Americans now identifying as agnostic, atheist, or unaffiliated with a religion. This is the highest percentage ever of nuns or those who affiliate unaffiliated, you know, so, in this poll. I would consider myself unaffiliated, but I, I I definitely believe. See you and I grew up in a church, so I feel like we're very relatable with this. We're we yeah. you know, we're not one of those people that when we hit eighteen we still quoted Bible verses and tweeted Bible verses, et cetera, et cetera. With nothing wrong with that. We're not no, saying there's anything wrong, wrong with that, you know what I mean? I think, like you said, we just kind of unaffiliated with ourselves, or, or, yeah. or excuse me, with a religion yeah. Yeah. to ourselves. You know what I mean? With a religion, but at the building blocks of religion, and this is where a lot of people, a lot of people forget this. It's religion at the at the literally at the at the foundation of religion is a personal relationship, at least in the Christianity side, is a personal relationship with Jesus. That's it. That's the building block of, of the Christianity religion. Exactly. A lot of people forget that. I think just a lot the, of people think if you don't go to church and give twenty bucks, you know, you're not shit. And right. I hate that. It's, I hate fucking, that. it's fucking comical to think that. It, it, I think it, you know, I think we grew up and saw a lot of like judgment between people that claimed as, you know, Christians and churchgoers. You still and, see you know, it today too. Oh yeah, you know, their their act is better somehow because of their worship, you know what I mean? But let me tell you this. According to a poll, Gallup poll, 92% of Americans believe in a God that they've never seen and cannot prove. Christianity is forced upon us in childhood, and we are threatened to choose between confirm, conformity and damnation. And we are warned to worship Jesus or burn in hell. Yeah, I mean, or, these you are know, all facts. These yeah, are all facts. Organized religion has controlled the masses of America for 200 plus years. And the yeah, decision well, actually, to, for the entire, think about it, America was founded on religious freedom. Those yeah, people yeah. sailed from England for for religious purposes. Right. Um, 
Shout out to our founding fathers, though, who knew it needed to be separate from separated from government. Yeah, yeah, and that's the reason why we're podcasting I, I, right I now. W- I will take separation of church and state to my grave. So let me tell you, I, me, I believe I I believe in it wholeheartedly. Yeah, and I, that's relatable. So let me tell you this, or let me say this, and let me hear what your opinion is. The decision to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior is not usually made through logic, but from the emotional bullying of puritanical society. I agree 100%. I don't don't have any objection to that. 100%. You know, I mean, from as long as I can remember, I was told this, 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 and this, and this was shoved down my throat. Sure, I grew up in a church. I went to Sunday school with the church church every Sunday. That's the church. You're told this. If you do this, you'll get to this. If you do this, you'll go to that. Right. And it's literally spoon-fed to you. Exactly. Um, And, you know, science is seen as a threat and often not welcome in the religious debate. You know, scientists look, and I—I I will always back fact-based evidence, right? And if that makes me not a Christian, then so be it, because it doesn't make me not a Christian. Exactly, it does. That's the thing. But to to the majority of you know Christians in today's world, because I believe in science, you know, I'm a terrible person who's going to hell. Exactly. You know, you got the other side of the spectrum. You have atheists who are usually more educated on religion than most religious people, and you know, five five to fifteen percent of the population, you know, is you know likely much larger than you know most of those because they're afraid to speak out. And you know, the delusion of religion is whether or not God exists, but in the absolute certainty of the knowing is unknowable. And that's when words like faith come in. Yeah, exactly. Like you faith know. is blind, right? You can't and see the, faith. You just gotta believe it. Yeah, and the staunch atheist who claims to know God does not exist is as guilty as the far right fundamentalist because you know both can pl- can claim to possess information they don't have. You know, does God exist? No one really knows yet because billions of otherwise intelligent people claim to know something they cannot prove. Thanks for tuning in to the Front Porch Pod. It would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes. We can't grow this show without your continued support, and we can never thank you enough.